Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church. Today is Wednesday, and this is the fifth day of Christmas. Today we remember St. Stephen, the first martyr, and his powerful witness to our Lord Jesus. You can read about Stephen in Acts chapter 6 and chapter 7. And now we begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by the Son. A reading from Matthew, chapter 23, beginning at verse 36. Beginning at verse 29. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you build the tombs of the prophets and decorate the graves of the righteous. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have taken part with them in the shedding of the blood of the prophets. Thus you testify against yourselves that you are descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your ancestors, you snake, you brood of vipers. How can you escape from being sentenced to hell? Therefore I send you prophets, sages, and scribes, some of whom you will kill and crucify, and some you will flog in your synagogue and persecute from town to town, so that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed on earth, from the blood of righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Barachiah, whom you murdered between the sanctuary and the altar. Truly I tell you, this generation and all will come, uh, truly I tell you, all of this will come upon this generation. In Matthew chapter 23, Jesus has a lot to say about the scribes and Pharisees in a a powerful prophetic word, but none of it is good. Today is St. Stephen's Day. Actually, St. Stephen's Day is December 26, but it has been transferred to this day, December 28th this year, or December 29th this year. 
Stephen was one of the first deacons. He was ordained by the apostles to a ministry of word and service, one of the seven who were overseeing the Jerusalem church's daily distribution of food to widows and the poor. As he goes about his ministry, Stephen runs into trouble with the Pharisees because he has a very powerful and persuasive way of presenting the good news. And many come to believe because of his witness and the works of kindness and and compassion that he is doing as well. When Stephen is put on trial, he enrages uh, the the scribes, the Pharisees, the whole council, and it ends up that he is stoned. And as he dies, he sees a vision of the risen and ascended Christ to comfort him and to affirm his faith. As Jesus said, the Pharisees are hard-hearted and filled with death, the descendants of those who had killed the prophets who had been sent to them. And yet, it is at the martyrdom of Stephen that we first meet the young Pharisee Saul of Tarsus. We would know him as Paul. In Acts 8.1, we learn that he is holding the coats at the stoning of Stephen and approving of all that is being done. Paul is zealous and hard-hearted. As Jesus said, he has lost sight of mercy that is at the heart of the law. All that Jesus said of the Pharisees was true of Paul, and yet God's grace was stronger than Paul's proud and hard heart. But all of this, the martyrdom of Stephen, the presence and witness of Paul, all work together to remind us that Jesus has no illusions about how dangerous life would be for his followers. As those who worked and schemed to kill Jesus would work just as hard to stomp out the witness of his followers, especially as they witness to the resurrection and ascension of Jesus as Christ, as they argue from the scripture uh, convincingly, as Stephen himself did. Though the scribes and the Pharisees act according to what Jesus observes in their heart, that doesn't mean that that is their destiny. By the grace of God, they might hear this word of Christ, repent of their sin, and receive God's forgiveness and healing that would make their faith complete. And that is exactly what happened with Paul. Even those who come under a strong word of God's judgment are not beyond God's grace, mercy, and forgiveness. If what Jesus is saying is that God's grace, mercy, and forgiveness is what is at the heart of this covenant, this this movement that God is making for his people, then God's word of judgment is meant to reveal what is in our hearts so that we might be humbled repent and receive life in Jesus' name. And that is perhaps the most powerful witness that St. Stephen leaves us in his martyrdom. He leaves us a witness that is spoken, not to condemn, but to lead us to repentance. Those who resist this judgment and those who despair at its words are lost, but those who believe and humble themselves receive God's forgiveness, life, and salvation. And that is open to all. In Jesus' name, amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, 
to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others, for the witness of all of the saints, especially St. Stephen, your martyr. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare or torn apart by conflict, for those who are sick, for those who grieve, for those who care for the sick and care for the grieving, for all who work to bring about peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world. Serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.